You have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You got to touch. You have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You got to be possessed with the dream. The dream. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Straight from the Chest. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host, guys. Thank you for tuning in with me. Thank you for giving me your listening ear. Welcome if you're new. If you're old, you've been listening to me for any length of time. I appreciate you, and I also appreciate appreciate the new ones, too. Guys, can I let you in on a little pet peeve of mine? I have a pet peeve when it comes to people saying that they own something that they clearly don't own. Let me give you an example of this. Their cars, their houses, those things. When they say, I bought a car and we all know that they didn't buy a car. They didn't buy the car outright. They put some money down on the car maybe, but let's be real. It's chump change in comparison to how much the car actually cost. And the problem with this is you're effectively lying to people by saying that. You're lying by saying, I bought this car. No, you didn't. You and the bank bought that car to which the bank owns about 90% of it. Maybe you own 10%. Maybe. I mean, if you bought, if you put more money down, you, you, you own more, but you don't own the car outright. You're, you're, you're fudging the truth by saying that. I don't understand why this is so, I don't understand why this has been perpetuated over time. People saying and thinking it's okay to adopt the understanding that, look, I bought this car, I bought this house, when they really did not, in fact, when you pay money to the bank for the mortgage on your house, that's not the same as somebody that bought that house outright, spent a million on it, and just laid it out in cash. They don't have to report to the bank every month like you do. You did not buy the house. They, they, don't, they don't deserve the same comparison. There is no comparison. So stop saying you own something when you don't own it. Like this shirt. This shirt, I own this shirt. I could take this shirt and throw it in the dumpster or burn it. Doesn't matter. I own it. You can't do that to your car and there not be consequences because you don't own it. You can't do that to your house. You can't sell your house and reap 100% of what you sold it for. You have to give some of that money to the bank, obviously, because you don't own it outright. Now, to some that are very, very wealthy, they can afford to buy cars and houses outright, paid in cash, no problem. But guys, if you don't own your shit, stop saying you own it. And that's a problem. But you, one thing you do own is you own who you are. You own your character. You own your decisions. You own what you say. You own all of those measures. And those are very, very important when you're trying to become the best version of who you are. But you own them. Those are one thing, those are that's one thing you do own. And that sets the stage for everything you do in your life, how you interact with people, what you say, your decisions, how you interact with family. Everything, all of these measures, they really constitute who you are as an individual. And you can effectively say, I own that. I said this, I owned it. 
You know what I mean? And it's hard to own up to certain things. It really is. It takes a big man or woman to own up to faults and take the stage of humility when they don't want to. Nobody really wants to do that. And it's because ego. Ego takes the best parts of us and like suppresses them. And it's and the reason why I say that is because I think the best parts of us are transparent and humility is somewhat transparent or if not transparent altogether. But the ego takes that and it suppresses it because it doesn't want you to act out in humility or transparency because that's vulnerable. And that's, there's some, there's some obviously, there's obviously some elements to you that do not want to be portrayed or expressed to the public and I get that I'm the same way like there are gonna be some things that I'm not gonna tell anybody there are gonna be some things that I only tell a select few number of people but the ego is going to take what could be great in you and take what what elements of you really need to actually come out and it's going to suppress it it's gonna it's gonna tell you essentially no, shove that shit back down. You're not that way. You're this way. And effectively lying to you, making yourself believe you're something that you're really not. The only thing that, you, like I said, you own your actions, you own your words, you own the things that you do and say. That's all you own. I mean, apart from your the things that you, the material things that you own. But all of that is all kind of under the same umbrella of your character. It's all under the umbrella of character. Now, the hard part is having clarity of character and discerning what it is you need to dispense with and what el- what avenues you should take in order to bring about more of who you are and less of the ego. And that's a constant battle every day. But just like the people that say, I bought a home and they didn't really buy the home, that's ego. Because if they were transparent, they would say, well, I put 60,000 down on it. It's a $600,000 home. So I own 10% and the bank owns 90%. Because that's really what it is. Or the same thing with a car. But ego is going to convolute the best realistically the best character traits of who you are and that is or are is how do I put that that those are your the elements of being vulnerable being transparent and really those things are tough man though they're tough because it's you're you're effectively putting up boundaries and walls and guards and we all have those from past experiences from past people that have fucked us over and we understand this but just because that is the case we have to keep contending with that and overriding it and becoming a little bit better each and every day it's not easy I don't do it it's hard I try to it's hard I understand and maybe days happen because things happen in that day where that day is just shit. And you're like, that was hor- that was horrific. That was not me being better this day. The good news is you can go to bed. Hopefully you're going to wake up the next morning. You can try again. 
And that's all we're going. That's all, that's all we have. That's all we're doing as humans. We're just constantly trying to figure this thing out. And I encourage you to find clarity of character. Encourage you to find who you are, and not just who you are, like from the from the sociological demonstrative aspect. You know what you portray to to people, what you're good at. Like I'm talking about who you are in terms of your character. What you and, and the character is is so so important. It's what you say. It's how you treat people. It's your interaction with family, friends, relationships, all of that, and then some. Being vulnerable, taking the stage of humility when it calls. Those aren't easy things, man. But they'll help you find out a little bit more about yourself if you delve into them more and more each day. But owning your position and owning the things that you say and owning the things that you do and constantly questioning it was that the right move? Was that the right thing to say? Was that the right behavior? There's so much gold in that. Because a lot of people, a lot of people are so sociopathic, they don't give a shit. They just do, they just, they just drive their bulldozer down the path and they just just bulldoze everything in the way and it doesn't matter they don't care who they hurt they don't care what they hit they don't care but you you're going to try to you're going to try to actually create a better version every single day and you do that by actually questioning who you are where you're going what you need to be doing instead and making conscious efforts towards these specific uncharted realms and I call it a realm because you haven't you haven't seen it yet but you can envision it you can visualize these things ahead of you and you can understand that's where I want to be but in in order for you to get there you have to first really audit who you are internally and that's not an easy thing to do I was just looking over a post the other day and this is like, this is a post of like a hundred and it said 188 weeks ago, long time ago, (laughs) years ago. And this post was, there was some comments on the thread and, um, one of the, well, the comments don't matter as much as the caption The caption said, I'm paraphrasing here, even though I just read it because my memory is horrible. It said, no matter what your dreams are, no matter what your visions are in terms of their, them being logical or unrealistic, it's your duty, your obligation to continuously go after them. And I know that sounds somewhat cliche, but is it? It's really not. But the only thing that makes it cliche is the end part. To go after them. Everybody says go after them. 
Nobody really says that that shit's going to be unrealistic and illogical. More often than not, your dreams don't make sense. And I'm not talking about the dreams that you have at nighttime. Because I've never dreamt of, I don't know about you, I've never dreamt of anything that I visualized in the day towards a better, more complete version of what I want, who I am, where I want to go. I've never visualized that at nighttime, ever. They've all been weird, hallucinogenic, like I'm on a, like I've never done mushrooms, but if I was on a mushroom trip, that's what it would be because DMTs elevated at night and that's what causes that kind of hallucinogenic type of um, environment in your, in your mind when you're asleep, obviously, but I've never visualized anything at nighttime that I've ever wanted. So I'm not talking about just dreams that you have at night. I'm talking about what you dream, what you daydream. Because realistically, you're daydreaming about your visions. So what those visions are, those dreams are, those daydreams, we can call them daydreams, they're illogical. They're unrealistic in the natural right now. And they they seem like they can never come to fruition because you alone can't do it. You need help. You need help. I need help. But the reason why we need help is because we are inferior. And once you understand you're inferior, this game will go a lot smoother. And that takes humility. And that takes a conscious understanding that A, you need help, and B, this thing is going to be far easier if I can humble myself and realize I'm not shit, really. Because you're not. You may think you're bad driving your car with your shades on, walking into the store with your shades on. And I don't care. I don't care what you think. I've thought the same things. I still think that shit. You have to check yourself at times. Because literally anything could kick you out of the game. Anything. It could be anything. You could, I could get hurt. You could get hurt going to the gym, walking up a curb. You can get hurt. You can, you can pull a muscle doing certain things. You can take, take you out for months. They'll seem really insignificant. Trust me. When you hear stories of stuff like that and worse, it makes you think. And not only that, there could be things that happen to your brain. Like you could get hit. Like, unbeknownst to you hit like you could get hit from from I don't know you play a sport you could get hit so many times you cause brain damage and and massive injuries to the brain that can deter who you are like not deter I'm sorry that can have an effect on who you are big time I mean there there are there is there's I mean you could have a stroke you could have a brain aneurysm at any time I mean even if you're healthy these things happen to people you could have a seizure even if you're healthy, these things happen. That could, what I'm, I know I'm going off on a tangent here. What I'm saying is you are not shit, really. And you need help. And I need help. We all need help. And the moment you think, <laughs> the moment you think you're immortal and that you're unbreakable because you've been through some things, You've conquered some some challenges. 
oh man, I you don't even know the the life that I grew up in. I was beaten. I was in poverty. I understand all of those things. Challenge the character and challenge who you are. But it doesn't mean that now you have a free skate in life and that you can just overcome anything. You can't. There could be things that could knock you out. You have no control over it. Zero. So be grateful, be thankful, be humble, be all those things because you're not shit. You're really not. Neither am I. But what we can do is understand our placement and make the best of it. And we do that by clarity of character, owning our decisions, owning what we are, what makeup, what, what's the makeup of who we are, owning that and taking that to the extent that we can and not taking that for granted. But when you own your decisions, you own what you say, you own who you are and how you're projecting yourself to the world and you constantly make certain tweaks and different things work in your favor that complement who you are and definitely not omitting the possibility to take ownership over times that cause you to be that are, are, are presenting themselves to allow you to be humble. Those things create a quality of character that if you don't take the opportunity to manifest or to curate rather, they're going to be less than. And the whole point of you getting to these, the whole point of you manifesting your dreams and your visions and all that is as, as hokey as that may seem to you. The whole reason why you're alive is to establish these visions that you've created in your mind's eye and put them into practice into reality. And the way to do that, one way, one major way is not not omitting your character from the equation. Your character is very much involved. And what you tell yourself, but not just what you tell yourself, how you act on it. Because like I said in the last podcast, it's not all about positive affirmations. You need action behind it. But to be honest, owning, really owning what you are, what you're projecting, what you're saying, what you're doing, and living by that, by a specific credo that you adopt as moral is definitely a way to build upstanding character. But finding that and allowing that to, allowing yourself to adopt that is is not an easy feat. But you can, but you can own it. You can own things or you can lie about them. You can lie about owning it. And it goes, it's no different material or individual 
You can own or you can lie that you own. But one thing's for sure. Whether you like it or not, you must own the things that you do, say, live by, stand by. That's not up for debate. Done.